Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to part two of Private Pass. Still here with Jack. Fowler. Yo, what up? Hey, hey. Foolish. Did you guys have fun listening to Foolish? Just talking to the listener there, Jack. Did you have fun? Did you have fun? Hey, did you did you guys have fun listening to Foolish? You'd be foolish not to. Um, when you get inspiration for music, where do you where do you get it from? I've always listened to a lot of Motown music, which is funny enough because it's got nothing to do with Foolish. But all my from growing up, I listened to a lot of Motown, a lot of soul. Um, ska music, reggae music. I used to listen to ska when I was a yeah. kid. Yeah, well, I used to I, love ska. I, 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 I'm an idiot. Ska music. It's like it's sort of like reggae, and yeah, punk almost. Like yeah, it's just it's just a different type of yeah. soul, kind of like that kind of music, the offbeat kind of. Like. Yeah. Where, where does good. that come? How come that type of music? <clears throat> Sorry. How come that type of music? My dad, my dad brought me up on that type of music. My dad's from a very small country called Saint Helena. Shout out to all the Saint Helenians that are all probably not listening because there's about 10 of us are you in serious? the world. It's the most smallest island you would where, where is it? In between South Africa and South America. It's where was, uh, Napoleon was exiled. Really? Bro, no. it's tiny. That's tiny, jokes. Tiny. It's literally... I like, reckon you guys hold on to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. all we got. <laughs> That's all we've got. Um, it's literally like something like 6,000 people. On it. It's just nothing. No, you right. can walk the whole island in a day. Have you been? You've obviously been I've there. not been, man. Have you? Why have you been? Because I was born over here. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it is really, really long to get there. Um, Richard Branson actually put, a, put an airport on the island and then they can't use the airport because the wind of the, of the sea is too what, dangerous. Is too, too yeah, too so dangerous. he built an airport no one can so land he that. pumped millions into making an airport <laughs> on it and can't use it. I don't know if they can use it now though. They might have sorted out. I don't know how you sort out the wind. But Dude, man, this is, listen, this is a freaking great TV show you should do. Yeah, where you go well, back at finally you, getting back there. yeah well yeah, no well, you how, do like, j- try to get there because like, you yeah. have to get a boat there like you, now you can get a f- uh, plane right you can yeah. get a plane to um, Johannesburg okay. and you can get a boat from there to, to the island um, and I do think the airport now is working so you can actually get there via plane but my grandparents who were the first to come over here um, did like a six six day or seven eight day boat trip oh my god yeah, all the way to Portsmouth the docked in Portsmouth, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, That's crazy, long. crazy. Dude, that is nuts. Crazy, crazy. I'd be terrified deep at sea on a boat like that. There was like four, two, my name was like 14. Just what? Did, yeah, <laughs> said goodbye to her dad at the, at, in St. Lena. He started crying and she was like, I don't understand why I'm crying, why you're crying. I'll be back soon. Never come back. <laughs> Never come back. That's savage. It is sad yeah, and it is savage. Sad. It is, it really is. But 14. Like, 14, I mean, maybe 16. I think 14 or 16. Still, man, but they come crazy. over just after the wind rush. Really? Yeah. So it was, yeah, they've been, and then apparently enough, my, my nan and my granddad, both Centralinian, met over here. Oh, really? No way. What? How that's, mad is that? That's so nuts. Yeah, Are you just crazy. by chance? Just by chance. No, come on. Yeah, and I did because they, they have like Centralinian dances and stuff. Yeah. So, um. It's like NYT. That's yeah. what we were like, you know, <laughs> <like> NYT. <laughs> they, they, they knew. They knew. And uh, they met then and, and yeah, that's, that was it. That's how the family was kind of brought over here and, and made, but. That's yeah, weird. And, and it, your dad's still alive? 
Yes. Dad's like, yeah, and yeah. you close to him? Yeah, very close. Dude, yeah, that's yeah. I, mean, I love it when people have that kind of like uh, connection through like music or stuff like that with parents because it yeah. really mm-hmm. does yeah. connect. No, definitely, definitely. I just didn't have that with my parents. I didn't like. What did you have? What connection with I, your parents? I think I watched movies with my dad. It's mostly that he was paying for everything. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you go to yeah, theatre? <laughs> yeah, we, no, we didn't. We kind of, I, I didn't really like theatre that much because we went to musicals. I didn't like musicals. Oh, uh, okay. You didn't I, like musicals? Not the Jersey Boys. I used to love Oh, I like Jersey, Jersey Boys. I love Jersey Boys. I like Jersey Boys. We used to go to things like Mamma Mia and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And I wasn't... Lion King? Come on, fucking Lion King. Lion King. I don't like musicals in theatre. I don't like musical movies. Wind me up. I don't know why. Yeah, I no, I can't, I can't do that. Them. Yeah, not on, a, not on a film. You, no, you're both blaspheming. What are you talking well, about? Well, Grease is the only one that I used yeah, to watch Gre- religiously. Is, it, I used to watch that. Grease is acceptable. Hang on, shut up. No. So, you, you, Lion King the movie. If that's not a musical, It is, is it? a musical. What is it? Not really. Frozen. No. No, it's, I never watched Frozen. Huh? What's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> are you right? <laughs> you looked at me so concerned. Yes, <laughs> I am concerned for you. I'm concerned for your safety. You've never no. watched Frozen. Oh my God. I don't know. I was still talking to a friend who uh, said, like, as a kid, like, Frozen was obviously huge and she got told to watch Frozen. She watched the wrong Frozen, which is about six mates that get stuck on a, um, on a thing up in the Alps and they get eaten by wolves. She was like, this is terrifying. Why has everyone told me to watch this? <laughs> I did that with, um, there was a TV program that came out, which I think it was, it was meant to be like new skins. It was all about drugs and things like that. Did anyone see I this? I used to love Skins. Skins yeah, was great. He was my guy. Oh my God. Skins, skins was great. But there was a new TV show. Anyway, it's come out, it's out now and it's all like hippy dippy and psychedelic and stuff like this. And I started watching, I watched one episode. I was like, this is weird. I was like, this is just bananas. And they all like died. And I was like, this is just crazy. Realized I watched the last episode. Oh my God. <laughs> and I couldn't watch the series. What's it called? What's the I series? Can't, I can't remember what it's called. It's, it's, it's the new like type of skins. Mm. So it's like, so you're, all of your love is like Motown. So who's your favorite artist, would you say? Ooh. Well, who's your favorite artist? Big question. Ooh. I get it. Growing up, who's your best art, favorite artist? I listened to a lot of Marvin Gaye growing up. A lot of, um, man, I love Marvin, Marvin Gaye. I love Marvin, man. I learned a, I learned a top um, tip about, not top tip, a good fact about him. One of his albums, I can't remember which one it was, he'd done it all laying down. Listen, <laughs> no get literally. Because he apparently he was laying down on a sofa and he had the microphone. He was like, I can't wait to stand up. I'm just going to record one of the songs laying down. But when you lay down, yeah. you're, you, you're, you sound different. Right, because your diaphragm is your diaphragm is at a different angle. Mm. So then, the, apparently, his man, manager was like, "You're doing the rest of the album laying down," and he's, he did. Are you serious? Genuinely, I want to know which one. I want to see the difference. I want to hear the difference. I'll find out. You should do your next record lying down. Laying down. <laughs> yeah, I think you should do it on your head. Do a handstand. <laughs> just handstand on your head. <laughs> yeah, handstand on your head. Yeah, yeah, do that. Just do a headstand and then record. <laughs> record. Press that button. Engineer, press the I button. reckon on records would love that. They. Would. I would, yeah, I'd probably pass out. I'd probably pass out. But it's, uh, I, uh, my, okay, my thing is this with, with music, is that, I, look, I'm, I'm a novice to it all, but I just feel like there was so much magic back in the day. Was, and there is yeah. magic still now, but it's, of course, it's different way of, you, you digest music different, mm. there's no CDs, it's all mm-hmm, done on like mm-hmm. things. But back in the day, it was like, mm. like there's so many stories of like, um, Oh, 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 when, when, you know, all these stories like sitting in like a studio and then someone playing like a beat. Yeah. And then they're going, oh, keep that. And it was like the beat. <laughs> that's generally how it goes. Yeah, in the right, you know someone plays a beat and you go, that's it. No, there's like famous, like, there's like famous, like, stories of like how, I know, Wonderwall was written and, mm-hmm. and like the tune just like played. Out. I think, I think <laughs> it was maybe slightly more organic back in the day and people, it was like emerging yeah. cultures, emerging scenes, whereas now it's slightly more formulated. People are going in with the purpose of making. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and there was such, and there was such like, you know, people, it, it, talking of lanes, people stayed in, a, if you were punk, 
Mm-hmm. You 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 lived and died for punk. Yeah, yeah. If you were rock, you lived and died yeah. for rock. If Just you... imagining you dressed as a punk. No. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> you should do that. You fucking punk. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. But now it's not so much that there's not this like live or die attitude towards mm. different genres of music. I don't think every you know, we kinda like this and kinda like that. There's so many different genres That's of music. Thing, it's yeah. it's so diverse now, it's crazy. And there's new genres like <laughs> drill coming through. Which is What's drill? Sorry? Sorry, what did you say? I said drill. You guys know what drill is? Yeah, of course I do. <clears throat> That's what Jamie Alex does with, drill his, is. with his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, drill, drill, is, drill is like a, it's a kind of new vibe of, of music, which is not, it's new, but it's not kind of new. It's just, it's just a different take on music. It's done really well. Like, it's like aggressive, you, aggressive rap. Google a drill song. <laughs> I'll put a drill on. You will not like it. <laughs> it's just going to be, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so hang on a second. So you look at me and you don't think I'd like drill. No, you well, don't you, you don't know me. No, you don't know me. You don't know me because... I'm ready to get drilled. Let's do it. <laughs> Whoa. Come on, drill me. You got <laughs> drill me, Jack. Drill. Drills and you... Have you guys heard of drill? Don't I, all nod your heads. You just try, try to be cool. <laughs> Old school. Well, the beginning oh, is the interest. Oh, we didn't have enough money to pay for the This is drill. It's basically grime, but a slightly different beat. So, 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 explain. I don't explain what I don't. I don't. It's just my music is. How would you explain? I can't. How do you explain drill? It's like it's just it's just like from the streets, kind of like the beat is just different kind of beat than what you've heard before. And it's just talking about shit that happens on the streets day to day. Really? And, and it's just, it's just a different take of music. And to be fair, I think, I think, you know, people in the industry um, were kind of reluctant to take it in. I, th- I feel like radio at the beginning wasn't too sure about it. Cause it's, it's a lot about real, sometimes it's a lot about gangsters and, and it's a lot about gang life. And I love that though. That's like, that's like people don't really want to be, you know, radio stations don't really, <laughs> you can relate. You can relate. I can, say I can relate. I just love you. Like, I if, you like, wrote a dr- if you wrote a drill track, the <laughs> yeah, first, yeah. what would be the first lyric? Uh, my Uber Lux turned up late. <laughs> <laughs> my what turned up late? Uber Lux. <laughs> my Uber Lux turned up late. <laughs> it would be the most unrelatable yeah, chat. Yeah, my shovel didn't yeah. arrive. Yeah. And I was not alive. <laughs> hey, my user. That's yeah. Unbelievable. That's unbelievable. But no, but like, if you look at NWA and things like that back in yeah, the day, they just yeah. weren't played on the radio because they mm. were talking about things that people didn't like. And yeah. that kind of stopped because everything. And now, drill music, what you're saying is, 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 is that sort of that type of thing is happening where, oh, we don't want to put, play this on the radio. Well, we just got, well, say we, but like, drill just got a number one in the UK, which is massive with Russ. And it was like, and Tion, and, it, and for that to be a number one is like, it was like a turning point, I think in the, in the music world, because, you know, a lot of people, like I said, didn't really like radio stations. I feel were a little bit like, oh, are we going to play? Because it's talk, it is talking about a lot of crimes, talking about people dying and, and stuff like that. And it's just, but it's, that's real life. What happens in London on the streets. So yeah, it's just, it was just, a, it, it, it's, it's kind of new, but it's doing a lot. I think all all of the big breakthrough genres have always not been accepted by the mainstream first, and that's what makes them exciting. Why why, why don't they get accepted? Because it's too different. It's It's too it's too like scary for the you know the Elvis. Elvis didn't get a lot of love when he first came out. Elvis was filmed rock rock and roll was Elvis was well on TV. Elvis, you know, he was a young guy and he had a lot of hip movement. 
yeah. in his video. And, and, and when he was recorded he on TV, he? He yeah, he, he, they used to film him from his hip up because they didn't want to sex it, like have music sexy. And he didn't want to mm. see, they didn't want to see Elvis, you know, girls chucking themselves at him because he's moving his hips. And it was a whole different type of music that he was bringing out. They so, used to have to do that made in Chelsea with Jamie. They used oh to have to, they always have to pan up because he was just constantly thrusting at the <laughs> I was camera. Just, I was just naked from the oh, face okay. down. That's what I always <laughs> From the but, face down. Face down, I was naked. Face down, I was naked. Face down, ass up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think that's... I, I love that because I feel like what we, what we are missing in the world... Not missing in the world because it, I just feel like we... we everything's sort of been done and everything is so accessible and everything is so instant all the time is that things are replicated so quickly you know uh, I don't know you put music out right mm-hmm. and then someone can remix it straight away the next day you know yeah, that, yeah. that's what can happen but to create a, to create a new sort of genre of music you can't, yeah. you can't recreate that because no. people don't understand it yet mm-hmm. so I love all of that sort of newness that comes out of music and that's what music would do is that music would talk about what it's like to be living in other people's lives and people that's why you grew to it and loved it because it really related to you yeah. and for so long we lost that mm-hmm. is that me I, like, no, maybe no, I'm it's talking, true Maybe I'm talking nonsense, but I feel like it is. And like you said, you know, you know, with the connection with your dad that you have with music, mm-hmm. it's because, you know, it was probably about his upbringing and things like that. Yeah. And, and so then you yeah. relate to your dad much more. No, with definitely. That. When it comes to my because my dad, you know, he, he's um, he's a man of color and he's like, so the best, best way to explain it is like my dad's full color is of a mixed race man. That's the best way, but that's his full color, yeah. So he he growing up was very much, you know, he was racially profiled and and you know had to kind of fight his way sometimes out of trouble. Really, and that was just because of his color, right? So where was he living in London? Yeah, Woodford, not far from me, where I'm at now. Really, yeah, London. So like he was definitely, and my granddad as well. You know, he he was you know just after the wind rush and the way they was treated was really really bad and you know no no blacks no irish and no dogs that, that was that kind of vibe fucking hell that's so, crazy yeah yeah it was, it was crazy so for my dad you know no he, irish no blacks and no dogs yeah yeah and that's why like the irish i've got a lot of love for the irish because you know they was in like took in my granddad to certain bars and pubs in, in the area because that was a safe place for him to go for have a drink Mm. So me being grew up, growing up on, you know, ska, um, ska music and reggae and soul music is because really that's what my dad was probably been listening to from my granddad. And then that's what my dad was. So that he kind of, yeah. Did, did you, but did you growing up have any trouble, anything at all? Anything um, like yeah, I, I did. Like, I'm never going to be able to feel or understand what a black man goes through because totally, I'm not black. So I wouldn't try and say, yeah, I've gone through hard times, but there's definitely been cer- scenarios that I find myself in that I was definitely treated slightly differently because of my dad's colour. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just bananas. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, and it, I was young as well and I didn't quite understand it and then kept on happening and my dad kind of sat me down, explained it and I was like, oh shit. But then I was like, but that, you're my dad. Why does anyone care? Mm. You know, I was just naive. You know, when you're young, you're just naive. There's this yeah, amazing, crazy. I saw this amazing video and you've probably seen it where um, you see these toddlers playing together and uh, you've, got, uh, you've got a black toddler and a white toddler and they, they're just playing with each other and just mm. having fun. And it's just the contrast to what you were seeing that was going on with the lives and all the, you know, Black Lives Matter and all these different things going on. And it's the innocence of just the young kids. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, it doesn't matter. You're just the same person. It's yeah. insane. And I just think that, um, I think, you know, my girlfriends, uh, my girlfriends from the Middle East and her sister, I, we were talking about all this kind of stuff and racial abuse and things like this. And, you know, I'm a white guy, right? So yeah. I never, ex- I didn't, I don't ex- understand. I've never experienced it. Yeah, I course. see, I've seen it happen and things like that. And my girlfriend's sister said, you have to imagine this. And I'm very protective of her now. And she said, when she turned up to Newcastle University, 
you know, she was in the queue and so, so this guy went into the club in front of her and the other guy said, oh, hold it there. And the guy turned, just kind of turned and said, don't let her in. She probably has a bomb on her. Wow. And it was her first week at university, a wow. freshers week, and she went home and cried, couldn't go out for the whole week. It's crazy that that Fucking happens. Hell. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And this is the thing, like, people with Black Lives Matter, and some people try and say to me, yeah, you know, but all lives matter. And I feel like saying to them, like, I literally explained this to one person because they just really couldn't understand it, right? And I said to them, imagine, imagine, you know, on your street, there's a house... Um, your neighbor's house is on fire, right? Mm -hmm. And that fire, the, the house is burning up, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the fire engines turn up to put the, to the house out, right? The fire. You're not going to have other neighbors going, yeah, but my house matters as well. Why don't you? Yeah. yeah? Mm -hmm. My house matters as well. No, your house, of course it does matter, but your house isn't the one that's burning down, you fucking idiot. Fuck, right? is that So like, this, this analogy is unbelievable. But I had to break it down to this <laughs> girl because she didn't understand. And I was like, do you now understand? She goes, oh, now I understand. So like, I, I feel like some people just don't get it because, yeah. you know, they haven't gone through. Haven't gone through it, for sure. Through it. And, and you know, lucky for them, but they need to be able to be aware that, you know, we, yes, all lives matter, but right now black lives aren't the same and not being equally treated as white. Mm. So, dude, that that's a, this is this is probably this is probably why that you're so good at jumping into different lanes and doing different things because you're just literally like, well, I, I've seen it happen to, potentially to my dad growing yeah. up and things like that. So yeah. I'm just like, fuck it, I don't care what people think, you mm. know, because mm -hmm. I've seen it happen before. So I want to do this, I want to do that, yeah. and that's probably what drives you forward in lots of different yeah, yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah, always. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Is there, is there any times, especially with like something like Love Island, that you think, because I, I imagine, I see, you went on, like, I've seen you on other podcasts and things like this, mm. and typically the easiest thing to talk, if you come on a podcast, yeah. I can sit here and I can talk to you about Love Island, right, mm -hmm. if I wanted to, but you've been asked all the questions in the world, so I always never want to do that. Do you ever have times where you think, I wish I hadn't done Love Island, or do you always go, oh, I'm glad, or do you wish you had just done music straight away? I, th I never, I've always been very grateful to do Love Island, first of all. That was like one of the best experiences I've ever, ever done and I probably will ever do. Um, I don't regret it. I think for me, it's opened up so many doors and put me in contact with so many people and really changed my life because beforehand I was working as a PT and I was getting up every morning at 4am. I was then also chasing my dreams. That's crazy. It's crazy. Why are you getting up at 4am? My clients start at 6. Oh, really? Yeah, it's protein. Yeah. 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 I, was, protein I was just coming home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm like now. But I'm getting up at 4 in the morning. I'm my first client's at 6. I'm not finishing until 8pm. I then, you know, train in the evening to play football. And I wasn't getting home till like 11 and I'm doing it again. So oh, like, that repetition. It, it, it was, it was disgusting. It was disgusting. And like, it, it you know, it definitely changed my life because I'm no longer doing that. But you experienced that. So now you know but what that, you don't yeah, want to do. Yeah. So like, I remember saying to my friends, like, you know, I'm, I'm going on Love Island. Um, if you see me put this uniform back on, something's gone very bad. 
<laughs> so please, I don't want to put this uniform back on. What uniform did you wear? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was just, I just thought like, because I, I, the thing is, where I was working, like a lot of, um, you know, a lot of reality TV people go there and a and, and lot of footballers go there. It's a it's really nice gym. And I, I always felt every morning I was seeing the footballers come in after their training session. And, you know, I thought I, I, I can do that. Like, I want your lifestyle because I know I'm good enough and I should be doing that. And for me, it didn't kind of happen through the football route. Why didn't it happen? I was going to ask you, why did, who did you play for? I was playing at um, St- um, Bishop Stortford. You were a keeper, at, right? I was not a keeper. <laughs> I look at you and I think keeper. Because oh, I'm tall. I was, I was a centre-half. I was a centre-back. Were you? Defender, yeah. Oh, you'd so, be nasty. I, was ter- I, was I reckon horrible, you were bro. nasty. I was really nasty. When I, I think back to some of the things I did, yeah, I feel so bad. Stunts everywhere. No, I knee height. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. terrible. Yeah. Double fit. <laughs> Genuinely, elbows. I was pinching people I was punching people when the ref were watching genuinely it was nasty I was terrible I was I, when I think back to it I think right that's literally GBH <laughs> it's true like, um, I remember I played football at my boarding school so it was nasty pinch my boy, it was, <laughs> boy it was nasty <laughs> but I remember I because I, I, I played up front and um the the center defenders is nasty, terrible, horrible. Because the whole game grabbing you just like everything is awful. Yeah, I scrape your Achilles with my with my yeah. oh, my studs. <laughs> Jesus, I, when yeah, when you go up for a head, I'll just punch you in the head. <laughs> I can see why you didn't progress. In <laughs> <your career. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, you, were, you, were you good enough though? Were you good enough? That, bro, no, listen, everyone's had trials, right? Everyone's had trials to be clubs, but not I, me. <laughs> Nor is Alex. I literally, I was, I was probably. I know if I had the right training from a younger age, I would have been able to play pro. Um, I never got the opportunity, like chance to, but I, you know, I was, I was what, 21, 22 by then. And some of my friends had been playing for Man United and Arsenal by then. And I thought, look, if I'm going to be able to have are a career. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of like, my like, boys are in the Prem, yeah. Like, like, who's Sick. Done? Who, 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 who? Oh, we got. Yeah, man, we got. Well, my, my friend Joe, well, look, he's at Arsenal. Well, he's actually just gone to Newcastle now, so big up to him. Really? He's right. Yeah, man, he's, he's, I'm proud of him. He's a couple years below me, and I remember, I generally remember this in IB for, right? So this is IB for 2019, and I'm walking into Ocean Beach. Shout out, Wayne Nicole. I'm walking into Ocean Beach. You're thinking, I'm fucking famous. I just come from Love Island. Uh, no, right, that's another story. <laughs> that story is so jokes. So I'm walking in, right? And um, there used to be a gym, outside gym next to O Beach. And I see uh, Matty Willock, Chrissy Willock, and Joe Willock, all, all, all boys from my school. Matty was in my year. They all play pro. Um, and... I see them working their nuts off in the gym, right? On the bikes, like sweating with their trainer. And there's me walking into O Beach. And although I was having the littest time, I've just come off Love Island. Like, this is like, I'm having a great time. My life's great at the moment, yeah? In my heart, I was like, I was, I was jealous. Oh no. I was like, I'm about to go and have an absolute sick day. O Beach, bottles, girls, (laughs) all the rest of it, right? But you guys have the, have the lifestyle and the dream that I've always wanted from a young age. So, um, but I, I was speaking to them and I, I remember saying to them, like, guys, just keep doing it. Cause I felt, you know, they come into Ocean Beach after to see me and it was like, this is nuts. Like you, this yeah, is- Yeah, cause it'd be in the height. It'd be in the height of the yeah, 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 height, height bench height pressing of- girls, young girls. <laughs> 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 no, like, I, I remember bench pressing girls. girls the Wayne Lineker. With Wayne Lineker. <laughs> I, I can actually picture it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think he's my spirit animal. 
<laughs> oh no! <laughs> but, uh, I remember just I remember I was chatting to them and they was a little bit like taken back by what they was seeing and I said guys like whoa you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned four girls <laughs> Jesus man and I just said guys just like don't like this is wicked but it's you know it's 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 ten minutes for fame like go and go and chase your dream and be a footballer and this is exactly what you need to be doing and, and then literally a the couple months after Joe went and signed like a big deal with Arsenal so it was like sick. So, Dude, so that's sick. insane. But that's insane that you had that um, idea of fame that that age and that soon after because mm. that normally takes a long time. Typically, I think. W- listen, this is from my own experience with fame. Is that fame? People people say, "Oh, fame is this and fame is that." Fame when you first have it is exciting. It's new. It's new, and yeah. it's like what the hell? And it's uh, you know the reason why we people had Facebook to be with or whatever is because you wanted people to like your photos mm. and Instagram all mm-hmm. these different things. And then you have that in mass, but then you realize how fickle it is and how. Mm-hmm. Just nonsense. It's it complete is. nonsense. It's complete nonsense. And, and also what I realise is it's a conveyor belt. Like every year there's another Love Island. You know what I mean? So there's going to be another Islander who's fresher. You know what I mean? He's come out and the girls want to be. That's fine. That's what I said. I didn't realise that's what I was signing up for. But I know now and I've been okay with that for a long time. But I'm just very confident. That's why you got to start releasing records. <laughs> <laughs> but it takes, but it, it, to be honest, so maybe it doesn't. It, it takes, it it. it, it when you've experienced that, it takes mm. a while to get used to when you realise that, oh shit, I'm not the only person this is happening to, it's happening mm. to other people and other people are doing the same thing. Mm. That's quite hard, I think. For me, that was difficult to begin with because you suddenly go, oh, you're not as popular as you thought, you're not as this as you thought, you're not as that. And then you think, oh shit, the only way that I can ever get jobs or get work or do this or that is because of that. And actually it's not because you, you just go through life. It's just actually... Am I rambling? No, no, I, I just imagine it was when you were going to PAs and there was like three people queuing up for the photos and you remember back the glory days. When yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Brighton that time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie's the only person that's been kicked out of about 10 of his own PAs for being too drunk. <laughs> yeah, he used to be so bad. He used to get very drunk. Yeah. Yeah. He was a nightmare, honestly. My so first bad. PA I ever did was in Coventry and we went through a metal detector. I had to get into the thing and I was like, this is a bit scary. You were like, oh shit, I've got my nine mil. <laughs> I've got my nine mil. <laughs> oh God, I was like, nine mil, what? But I went in there and I was so excited to be there. I bought the whole club a drink. Why? I don't know, because I was so excited that I was invited to like... This is someone, this is someone that takes on fame very badly. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy the club. <laughs> it was, it was just, a, it was a mad experience. But I think, anyway, going back to the point is, is that... Um, it is. It, fame is a tricky thing, but you to experience that early is yeah. is interesting. But also, you're so right. This is 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 fickle. It's nonsense. And and to follow your actual dream of what you want to go to, like you're doing with music now, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is the coolest thing too. Because that mm-hmm. is tangible. That's real. That's something you can hold yeah, on to. Yeah. That's something that you can look back and go, freaking out. This is what I did myself, and mm-hmm. I went towards. Do you regret not following football and really going for it and pushing it? I think football for me, I loved it. I just don't think I was going to be able to make a living off it. Because I was I was good. I just if the chance of me signing a big deal at twenty two, it happens. Don't get it wrong, it happens. People do People that. People say it's luck. It it it, it is luck. It, some some of it is luck because um, you just could have a really really good game and there's a scout there, and you just of all games you have the best game of your life and he wants to take you on trial and then boom you've blown and you've gone gone through and is that really what happens? Some guys see you. Yeah, you know the scouts at most games. Most games, yeah, the scouts. They weren't at yours, were they? No, <laughs> clearly. No would be seen. <laughs> My rugby days, where are you? Come and watch me. Wait, hang on, so, so uh, this school level, but are you playing club level at this point? I was point? playing club level at this time. So, so club level, they But even school games, like even at school games, you, like if there's any listeners who are athletes, you never know who's watching when. Like you have to just always treat your games on a weekend like there's a scout there because 
you know, it probably is. Really? There's always someone, because I remember I was playing a game and the scout wasn't there, but someone who knew a scout, um, who knew that they needed a player, a particular player, what he needed to be like, his, his technique and his position, called the agent and said, look, there's a player here that I think you should come have a look at. And they come and look and I went on my trials. <laughs> he's really good at knocking people out. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, you never know who's there. You, you never ever know. There might be a scout there that's come to watch one player who might be not even, even on your team. But when he's watching that player, you've actually caught his eye and he's now standing you. You, honestly, you never know who's watching, ever. It's mad. I just think, I think following, as a kid though, following your dreams is like so important. I think this goes back to the point of school. Sometimes when you're at school, your dreams get knocked out of you. Is that, it, they really do, I feel. I feel like a little, a, bit. A little yeah. bit sometimes. And and we also, we, I heard this thing once that we all have a blueprint in life. Like, mm -hmm. so we go up, we go, right, I want to be married at this point, have kids at this point, do this at this point, this point, this point. Like, that's what you have in your head. Yeah. And then when your blueprint doesn't go to plan, yeah. you start to panic. Oh my God, this hasn't happened, this hasn't happened. And, and actually, there's no point having a blueprint in life. That's the, that is so true. It's so that true. Because so right? so then you're, you're setting yourself up for failure because it is so rare for an individual. And I think anyone, you should really listen to this if you're half listening. <laughs> listen to this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> pay attention now. Yeah, pay attention right now. But it's true. We have these blueprints in life and we want them to go to plan. And nothing in life goes to plan. Very, very, very rarely. I think very often rarely. that's someone else's idea of a blueprint that's put on you. It's not your own, is it? We get taught at school. We get told by our parents to do a certain thing. We have to discover it for ourselves. Mm. I think. Mm. And I think when you do that, that's when life gets good, I think. I think having goals is important. So important. Our goals are important. Especially in football, because... Yeah, oh, well, <laughs> it's a draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, having goals, goals is so important. Goals is very important. I think, you know, I've always thought, you know, I need a plan, I need a plan. And yeah, to some extent, you should have a very loose-fitting plan. Like, mm. you know, I would, but not too too direct like i think it, a plan is good there's no blueprint this is what has yes, to happen yeah, yeah exactly exactly and i think a lot about life is just trial and error like i want to make mistakes all day every day because i'm learning mm. no one's gonna no one's gonna succeed by always being right ever you have to make mistakes yeah, I, coming on this podcast is one of them huge mistake but I, I i totally agree with you and i think that um I think making mistakes is 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 the sort of purest form of um, of like learning stuff. There's yeah. no other way to learn stuff. But also, yeah, I I think having goals and also having a purpose. And this is what I think for for men. And you know, on this podcast, we talk a lot about mental health and things like that, like anxieties and things. The problem, the real issue with guys is that we have is that you know typically, okay, I always worry when I say these things, but typically women are born with purposes. They are they are because they're, they're able to give birth. Typically, right? That's generally what happens. You, as a woman, you can give birth. And so that is kind of a purpose right there that you can give birth. As guys, we don't really have that. So we have to kind of discover what we what our purpose is on this this planet. And yeah, I mean, going to the gym or, or this or that and stuff, that it, it kind of helps you. But it's really hard. And that's why a lot of guys struggle is they get to a certain age and they go, well, what am I actually really doing here? And I think that's a real tough thing to find out. Mm. And so when your blueprint as a male doesn't go to plan, it's really upsetting. I think that's what causes a lot of anxieties in guys. Yeah, I think anxiety in men is really, really high. Oh, because, do you, have you ever experienced anxiety? Um, yeah, I felt a lot back in, back during lockdown, I was just, I was just really concerned. I was, I was quite unwell. I had meningitis and then went into lockdown. So she had meningitis. I, yeah. Oh, mate, that's not yeah, cool. Yeah, it's not good at all. Don't do, don't do it. Don't, <laughs> don't get that. Yeah. Oh, do, do, yeah. do you have to roll the glass in your eye? No, like, that's um, bacterial. Man, I had viral meningitis. So bacterial is when the meningitis is in your brain. Oh, viral God. is when it's around the membrane. So I had that. 
Which, 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 which one's worse? The bacteria 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 worse. Yeah, but you can die from bacteria. You can lose your height. Um, height. You can lose your height. You can <laughs> Don't lose your, that to me. <laughs> <laughs> you can lose your sight and like limbs and memory. Hearing everything. Jesus. Everything can go. But um, no, I had viral. Very, very, very bad. Um, but then it went straight into lockdown. So like I was just worried because I didn't know if I was, I just didn't know where my career was kind of going for a couple of yeah, weeks. I was yeah. like, I haven't been on the scene for like two months before lockdown. Now lockdown, like who knows how long lockdown's going to last. That's like, 14, 15 months of no, but I don't know, I was very lucky because throughout lockdown, I got booked quite a lot to do, just leaned on my social media. So it was fine. But I don't feel like I've had anxiety to this point where it's like, you know, I can't cope. But then I know that, you know, if it does get to that point, I'm, I have people around me that I can they talk to. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing because even when I haven't had really bad anxiety, I've had times where I've been quite lost and quite, and gone to dark places. Yeah. And I've always felt like I can talk to people. That's so important. And because I'm, I'm a big advocate for it. So I thought, I was sitting in my room, I was like, I, I don't really want to talk to anyone about it, but I can't tell everyone to talk to someone about it when they're going through a rough patch and then <laughs> no, not I'm do not it myself. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I was like, I need to talk to, and then when I spoke to my friend about it, he was like, bro, I've gone through the same thing. You get and an I was echo. like, I was like, yeah, I was like, no way. And that was it, bro. That was it. I was fine. Dude, I was I, fine. I, so the, I remember I sat with our buddies um, and I, we, you weren't there actually. We, we were sitting and we were talking about stuff. And it was just between lockdowns um, and a while ago. And we were talking about stuff. And I was saying, God, you know, what? I just really missed like hanging out with just friends all mm-hmm. the time. And like, mm-hmm. I, you know, when I walk around, I because the lockdown happened, I was like, who knows? I was like, do I call, I call my mum? And they went, oh my God, I do the same. I missed like, and it was like this echo back. And guys, when you actually open up and talk about it, mm. they go, shit, I felt the same way. I yeah. And you go, thank God. Yeah. yeah. It's bizarre when you do that. Alex, he just... Yeah, he just, just bottle it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you bottle it up oh, and try and sell it, don't you? Yeah, you I've got tons of this stuff. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you're, you're a closed book sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. I just don't like opening up the, the floodgates. Well, Which is what, bad. It's not the, yeah, not the best But the thing is, it. it's very normal. I've read a book recently. Um, men, are from, yeah, thank you. Uh, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. I don't know if you... Yeah, it's a famous... It's, famous, it's yeah. amazing. I was trying to read it because I was, I was with a girl at the time. I was like, I need to understand you because you're like a different creature. I don't... I'm like, you're just a complete... Who was it? Was is, this just, your, is this your ex? Yeah, ex. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just like... So we read it together. Funny enough, we got, both got the book and we both read it. And I was like going through the book and I was like, oh, that's why you're like that. And she was going, no, that's why you're like that. And it's so true because in the book, it says that, you know, women, you know, they, when something goes wrong, they just want to talk about it. And that's why they have, you know, they get their girls around a bottle of wine and they just talk and talk and talk. Mm. And then, you know, men typically go into their man cave and just go into their room and, and just hold it and bottle it up. Um, and it just kind of was just kind of made you realize about the two different re- sides the two different sides and how you know men and women typically deal with their problems good use of the word typically everyone's different yeah yeah so, <laughs> everyone's different don't hate me on Twitter yeah, yeah. <laughs> covering your back everyone's different yeah yeah so typically typically <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Dude, I'm so with you. And so I, I think that's so wicked that you say that. I think it's so important. You speak out about stuff and understand different things. How do you deal with breakups? Do you find it tough? Yeah, um, like break, breakups, every breakup's different. I feel like I went through one not too long ago. I started a year. And I feel like because it was for the right reasons, it was actually kind of not easy but it was a lot i could understand it more whereas other breakups i've kind of been a little bit like where the fuck did that come from mm-hmm. like those kind of breakups are so strange like, i thought it was good and now we're not and then we broke weird but um no i'm i'm have you I'm, had your heart broken yeah it yeah, sucks it's it? so shit it's a lot of guys are probably like don't like admitting it but like yeah it happens it's, it's, it's part have, of life have you had your heart broken 
Yeah, I'm sure. Have I? I'm trying uh, to think. Well, don't ask me. I don't know. I've had some really messy relationships where we both like treat each other like shit. That's toxic. That, that's bad. Yeah, that's so, toxic. Yeah, that's not as bad. Two broken hearts. Have you? But I, I, I say this very soon. There was a. T- I got broken up with. And it was so horrible. I was crying. I was on my hands and knees on a bridge in Oxford. Which she was there as well. I was just like on a bridge. And I was crying and the teardrops were just landing on her plimsolls. And like, because it, it was making marks on the plimsolls. Pl- have you been doing PE yeah, or something? Yeah, doing And I remember thinking, this is low. And I still begged. Please don't. I want to be with you. Like, and I thought in my head, this is low. You're not yeah, going to get back to At that age though, you're so like that. It's so drastic. Oh, how, how old are you? 32. I know. Oh, then. Oh, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, 16, 17. Yeah, see, at like, that age. Like, yeah, and the thing is, at that age, right? Because I was the same. I, I did something stupid at that age. And it's because you, you have... kissed a teacher. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Took it to prison. <laughs> Should have gone to Pizza Express. <laughs> Should have gone fucking ZZ's. <laughs> Um, no, but at 16, 17, because it's your first heartbreak, you've got no reference. Yeah, yeah. And so when it, when when I had my first heartbreak, I was like, I remember saying to my dad, like, what the fuck is this pain? It, it genuinely feels like the end of the world, it, isn't it? No, it genuinely. I remember, I remember I was, um, I was sitting down on the sofa at like seven in the morning crying my fucking eyes out. And then um, my dad stayed home from work because he was like, I can't leave you like this. So he stayed from work. My stepmom came downstairs and she was like, oh my God, I hope you're okay. She's gone to work, done a full day's work, come back. I'm still sat still down. Crying. Oh my crying. God. I had the same. I'm still sat down. My cards are drawn. There's just loads of tissue everywhere and I'm crying. Like, there's no difference. My, my mum literally had to cradle me and just stroke me whilst I was like, I don't get it. What is this? Yeah, 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 you don't understand. Yeah, no, you don't get it. But I think, as you go on, you slowly go, okay, yeah, I, I understand. You, you reference now. it back yeah, and you yeah, understand. Yeah. And the thing as well, like, I, I feel like women don't feel like we do this. I feel like women and just feel that like they do this but guys do this oh my god guys do this. Do this, and, yeah. and you know the big guys listening now probably been able to relate to it mm. and that's cool because sometimes you feel like you're on your fucking own going through it mm. um and it's only when you go through it a couple times you get a bit older and you talk to your friends about it you can start to relate but yeah heartbreak sucks oh mate it's the, it's 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 the learned experience yeah what is that pain you, yeah, t- you speak <laughs> to your, you speak to your mates about it and they'll be like oh how are you getting on you be like yeah mate really good really good and they're like, don't message her. Oh no, won't. Like eight hundred times. And then you, and then what you do as a guy this is what I used to do. You send them like really nice messages. They don't reply. So you send them really horrible messages. And then you go, you go oh, back and forth between two, forth. two characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, bad you, cop, you good douchebag. Like, yeah. oh, listen. Oh god, no. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't mean it. It's horrible. But dude, I think it's so right. And that's the same thing with anxiety or whatever anyone's going through. If it's your first time that you experienced it, it's so horrible because you never know you can get through that. Mm-hmm. And you can always get through these things. Yep. It's just you have to learn the fact that you can get through them. Yep. Whatever it is, relationships, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack, listen, dude, we, we've taken out so much of your time. Uh, what, what Music Foolish is out. You can go and stream it, download it, all these things. Guys, go and freaking do it. Just fine. This guy's a legend. Go and, go and check it out. 59p, you cheap skates. So that was really rude. That was quite harsh. I do want them to let me. Scared them. I'm really sorry, guys. I apologise for that. But we're gonna leave. Uh, we're gonna leave the link below in our, in our description as well. That. For sure. Have what other music? Any anything? Any gigs coming up? Anything at all? Do you know what? I just come back from. Um, well. Leeds, not Leeds Festival, but a festival in Leeds. That was my first kind of performance of doing Foolish. Um, and Nerve it was, wrecking? It, w- it wasn't, it wasn't. Like I, I knew, I knew the crowd were jumping anyway. So it was kind of wicked to go out there and just be a part of it and perform. Um, but what was really sick was when um, Foolish came on, they started singing it back. 
And that for me, I was like, holy shit. That's amazing. Yeah, like nice. that was so sick. And and um doing that performance is amazing. And everyone was just vibing to it. And the reaction I got was amazing. So, you know, that was sick. And then I had um a club appearance in Ipswich, performed the song there as well, and it was the same vibe. So, you know, two out of two so far for me. You know, you leads Ipswich London, you're killing it. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm actually loving Where it. Where next? New York, I think so. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Who knows? Baby? Miami, baby. Miami. Um, listen, uh, Jack, honestly, go and, go and check out his music. Uh, we can find it on Spotify as well. And things I'm like on that. Spotify, Apple Music. Um, yeah. And we're going to hear the drill scenes coming out. My drill. <laughs> drill music. Coming out. <laughs> I can't wait for my drill music to come out. It's going to be unbelievable. Jack, do listen, Ollie, but this has been a real pleasure, man. I I've honestly, I really, really appreciate it um what we like to do at the end of the podcast mm -hmm. is leave our listeners with something inspirational it's up to you <laughs> really yeah 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 i know i'm gonna get actually yeah yeah i should probably warn you about that yeah but yeah something inspirational god damn okay guys listen um be you you know genuinely be you um a lot of people sometimes look at social media and they see lifestyles that they want to have on social media you might look at people in the limelight their social media and you think why is my life not like theirs um, top tip social media is a load of bollocks um, but follow me oh. yeah but follow me <laughs> no, but no social media genuinely people only put what they want you to see on it so um, you only probably see the high times of their life um, so just take that with a pinch of salt um, and just enjoy yours Jack I appreciate it buddy nice. everyone we'll see Real you next nice. week bye bye mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.